Welcome to the In Search of My Running Tribe podcast. I'm Shannon and Crow. Welcome back, Tribe. Today, we're going to lace up our shoes and go for a three-mile run while talking to my sister, Jackie. Jackie's my older sister and has been running for much of her adult life. Um, we chat a bit about that and her preparation for her next race, the Indianapolis Monumental Marathon, and discuss her journey with celiac disease and how it's affected her running. So lace up those shoes and come along. Hello, good evening. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm not bad. How's Orlando? You're down there for a conference. How is it? I am down here for a conference. It's so it's a lot of uh, education, all about ice, because <laughs> that's my profession. And I need to relax and get some running on. Have you been able to get to the gym or outside at all? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> so you have a gym in your hotel? Um, yes. Yeah, so my hotel is set up as a mini resort area. So the there is a fitness center. It is located in another building. And when I walked past it this morning, all the treadmills were full. So well, I guess yeah. that's good that people are getting their workout on. But I guess so. Not for you. But, but I need to get my workout on. Right. You have a race coming up. (laughs) I do. So I was talking with one of my uh, colleagues from a drug company, and he was like, how do you stay motivated to run through a race like that? And I was telling him, what was that? I was like, what was your answer? I'm kind of curious. Yeah. So he was wondering, you know, how I I did it. And I was like, well, a couple of things. Um, One, I think when you run a race, you have like – super adrenaline everyone is running with you there's a crowd you you just get a little extra oomph from that and then two I listen to music while I run and I told them it's almost like dancing you're kind of like moving to the beat right yeah and then the third thing is is I think to myself oh dear if I walk this it's going to take a lot longer yeah so then I just go (laughs) (laughs) I just go so is he is he a runner this person I think it's it was he is yeah. not. He okay. is not a runner. He um, wishes that he was more physically active, and he's not. But he's trying to um, instill uh, physical fitness with his kids. So he was asking me about that. But that's a good you know? motivator. It is. It is. So I have. Often... Yeah. So I'm a. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so this race is coming up in like three weeks, I think. Is that uh-huh. right? That's what they say on their yeah. Instagram feed, the Monumental Marathon. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I am sorely underprepared. So you're doing a half I marathon found, of that race. I am doing the half marathon. So I have run multiple half marathons. How many? Some of, you know, that's a good question. And I'm not even sure now, but I would guess probably around 10-ish. Okay. And... For some of them, I've prepared quite well, and for others, not so much. <laughs> so for the ones that I don't prepare for, I kind of find that, like, it's it's stimulating to get you going. You're like, after the race, you're like, well, I didn't prepare for that, but I got through 13.1 miles. Maybe I can do two miles tomorrow. <laughs> so 
Well, it's funny. I was talking to somebody earlier today, and she was considering, should I sign up for Monumental? Should I not? Yes, it's three weeks away. Um, and she was looking at the half, and so I asked her, well, would this be, would you be upset if you didn't get a certain time, or would this be a kickoff to your fitness, you know, return? Right, um, right. Because like she said, she knows she can survive it, but yeah. <laughs> does she want to survive it or do well? So... Well, and I've done the Monumental before. I did it the second year after it um, had started. And uh, they didn't have that many bathrooms. And I was in need of a bathroom at the point. So I kind of had some sad and negative feelings about that race because of the lack of bathrooms. But you told me that they have increased their porta-potties. And I am willing to try it again. So Well, they have. And the cool thing is, so I'm doing the full and you're doing the half marathon. That's right, yeah. The half marathon goes by my house. So if you need to use the bathroom, like within like two houses or something of our house. So if you need the bathroom, I know, you can borrow the key and just hop in, use the bathroom, lock up and keep going. <laughs> that is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> lot of cool houses and buildings in Indianapolis and when you're driving and walking around downtown you don't stop and look up but right. as you're running by you have so much time to like look around and really enjoy the scenery and funny enough oh go ahead oh sorry I was like all full of stuff today because like the, the colleague I was talking to earlier uh this evening he was like yeah I go to the gym and I can only make it like for like five or ten minutes on the treadmill I'm like that's your problem you're on the treadmill right. you need to get out you need to see stuff it's so boring just on a treadmill <laughs> <laughs> as I'm running currently on a treadmill so that's cool uh, but it's safe for the running in the dark alone so <laughs> sometimes we that's stare true. at a brick wall for the sake of running but when you have a tribe with you, that's oh, much better. Thank yeah. you, tribe members. But I'm excited. So I have lived in Indianapolis for almost 20 years, and I have never done the Monumental Marathon. So I am super excited to actually see the city on foot um, and not just on that's our running trails. Yeah. I think, fun. haven't you helped with it? I have never helped. So I work for a local running store who um, does a lot of the support for them, sponsoring um, prizes helps the youth uh, programs. So my company does a lot for them, but I have never really done anything for the race. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always teaching my music lessons on race morning. Um, yeah. So this year I decided I'm canceling lessons because no one wants to drive through the traffic. And I'm just going to yeah. be part of the problem as people are saying, I'm going to run through the streets and cause traffic delays. And I'm excited. Fun. Good right? for you. Good for you. <sighs> Well, so, being unprepared, I'm thinking yeah. about, like, what am I going to do to um, be uh, nutritionally um, prepared? <laughs> I'm not going to be physically prepared. So I've been kind of thinking about what my pre-race uh, meal should be um, the night before as well as the morning of. I like it. And I know in, I know in the past I've been um, – uh, dehydrated because I don't drink enough fluid normally. Uh huh. But I've found that if I start drinking like electrolyte drinks and plenty of fluid, like several days in advance, I am I feel so much better that race day, even if I'm underprepared. It makes a huge so on difference. So, a typical day, how much me. water do you actually drink? Just plain old water. Not enough. Not enough. So I am a uh -huh. coffee drinker. 
And I probably drink only two cups of coffee, but very slowly uh-huh. over the course of a day. And probably from the moment I wake up to the moment I eat dinner, which is usually around nine o'clock at night, I probably only have like uh, 12, 16 ounces of water. Do you know that. what I found so, to be super helpful? So I am like huh. you, although I hate to say I drink more coffee than you. Um, but I find <laughs> that I was drinking so much more coffee and not water. But when I switch my water bottle to one with a straw, it seems oh. stupid. But I have had, yeah. I've over doubled my water intake every day. Because you can absentmindedly just sip the water versus like cranking your head backwards and, you know, squeezing yeah. the bottle of water. You just sip on the straw change my life so silly so amazing so i have just over two miles left of my run and i want to get to some juicy stuff if that's okay absolutely oh let's go (laughs) um a couple years ago you were diagnosed with celiac disease correct that's correct and we've, since then, you and I have done some Sisters Weekends with some races. I've learned a lot about celiac yeah. disease. Um, so before we get to all that stuff, let's go back to the beginning. How did you realize you had something funky going on and get to the diagnosis of celiac disease? Sure. Well, I had a couple things going on that uh, made me concerned. Um, one which was um, I had constant bloating and I couldn't really identify what it was related to, um, what I was eating that was causing it. And I know we all have some bloating, but mine was like super extreme where it would be like several sizes different um, in my pant size from one day to the next. So that kind of made me concerned and I didn't have a good reason for it. And then my second uh, major symptom was I have like really dark circles under my eyes, which are usually like a sign of allergies. So I had some allergy testing done and wasn't allergic to anything. Uh, And I was talking to one of my uh, colleagues at work and she suggested that potentially um, I may be allergic to some kind of food product like dairy or wheat. So when I had just a plain allergy test, wasn't allergic to those, but I had a blood test for celiac disease. Um, There are three blood tests that you can do for that. And two out of three showed I was positive for celiac. So I removed wheat and gluten from my diet. The bloating (laughs) went away and it was way better. But now, um, because I've uh, detoxed from the gluten in my body, if I have any gluten at all, I'm in big trouble. It'll destroy my small intestine, and then I have, like, massive diarrhea for, like, weeks. Um, Yes, and I think we learned that the hard way driving across the country for a race. Yes. Um, You used the word gluten as a verb. You said you got glutened at a restaurant we stopped at, and it was a rough ride home. I mean, it is emergency. It is, yeah, <laughs> as you know, and I'm sorry you had to experience that. I know some people are sensitive to gluten, and that's totally mm-hmm. different than being celiac. When you're sensitive to gluten, you may have a little upset tummy, or you may feel a little bloated, but no, this is like, it Legit. just, right. <laughs> what it does is it destroys your small intestines. So you can't absorb anything. So you're like hungry because you're unable to absorb stuff, but if you eat, you have diarrhea. So it's like this constant thing of where you're starving. 
until your uh, intestine repairs itself, which takes a couple weeks. And what I thought was really interesting, so being a, a lay person who doesn't have to personally deal with all that gluten stuff, yeah, you brought to my attention that things that you would assume have gluten sometimes do, oh not always, God. like toothpaste and what else? Yeah, well, um, some skincare products have it. Um, even some foods you don't always think about, like soy sauce, miso, uh, tempura, um, and I've even heard tampons, some of them have a have gluten in it as well. So you just have to be super careful and read all your labels. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So you were mentioning thinking of your pre-race meals and, and preparing yeah. nutritionally. Um, so how have you done that? What is your go-to pre-race dinner, your pre-race breakfast? Because a lot of us just do pasta and then we're all good to go. What do you do? Right. So, I mean, they do have gluten-free pasta, but what I really like is white rice um, cooked in a um, gluten-free broth, because often broth has gluten in it. So gluten-free uh -huh. broth. Um, that way you get a little salt intake, but you still have that carb. I don't do brown rice because there's too much fiber, so I'll just stick with the white. And then um, a fair amount of chicken for protein. I do go light on the vegetables and no dairy. Sure. And then the morning of... Um, It'll depend on what I have available, but um, I prefer to have like a gluten-free bagel with a little bit of uh, peanut butter and a banana. Nice. And so, then do you have a certain post-workout or post-run go-to, or is it just whatever? You know, I was thinking about that, and I don't <laughs> know anything specific, but like I love breakfast, so if I can find a gluten-free breakfast – that's what I'm going for. I love gluten-free pancakes and waffles that are gluten-free and eggs and all that fun stuff. So each week we're going to be asking our guests um, a set of questions. Some people might call them rapid fire. That's too much pressure for some of us middle of the Packers. So we're just going to call them rounding up questions. <laughs> Um, our first one, we've already asked you, Jackie, which is, what is your favorite pre-race dinner? And you, of course, said white rice and chicken. Is that right? That's right. And the white rice is made in a gluten-free broth for the extra salt. Extra salt. Good. Good call. Okay. So our second question is, how do you keep track of your workouts? Do you go old school and do you know, pencil and paper? Do you have a certain app or a GPS watch that you use with an app? Or do you just do what you need to do and don't record it and just free flow? Well, I really struggle with consistency on a lot of things, not just my exercise routine. So mm -hmm. I have an app that helps just track my habits. And if I actually exercise at all, then I mark that down. So it's very like gen general. I don't go very specific in my exercise. Um, uh, what app is that? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> actually called Habits. Oh, yeah. Habits. Cool. And then, um, uh, I also use the Nike training app for running as well as, um, I think they have another just general exercise app that I use. And they okay. kind of remind me, you haven't worked out in a while. You need to work out. And is that motivating for you? Or are you just kind of like, oh, clear message, move on? Well, it is, I, I think it's motivating. I mean, sometimes, yes, I do like, oh man, but I need it. I need consistency and that's something I struggle with. So having reminders is helpful. 
Um, you've done plenty of races from half marathons to marathons. Um, what is your favorite race sign or one of your favorites that you've seen along the courses? My favorite race sign is WTF, where's the finish? And you actually made that sign for me for one of my races. So thank you. Yeah, I copied someone. I'm, it was not original. but <laughs> I think it's okay. I think that's, that's a form of flattery, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, who got you, who or what got you into running? That's a good question. And that's hard to say, but I'll say that, um, I don't know who really got me into running, but I'll say that you helped keep me in running for sure. So, I mean, I had tried running. Um, I once tried out for track in middle school. That I don't remember poorly. that. Yeah. I, yeah, that went poorly. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm not fast. Did you and tell I, don't actually, I really don't remember this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, I was thinking about all the things I've tried for exercise stuff. I mean, when we were uh-huh. little, this is going to date me, but in the 1980s, there's the get in shape girls workout. Yes. And, yeah. And so, of steel on VCR. That's yes. right. So, and then I remember going to like, um, a jazzercise class with mom. <gasps> once or twice. We did dancing with the oldies at her work. Remember that video? Exactly. Yes. So like, <laughs> you know, I've really like dallied in lots of different exercise stuff. I mean, when I was in grad school, I did Zumba for a couple months. Um, I've done yoga. I've did, but I, the problem is I just don't stick to things. So yeah. I would say that um, you, Shannon, have helped me stick to it. And I think part of my problem is finding a tribe. And now I have a tribe that I can be part of that will help me. You're such a good spokesman. Um, my final question is, do you have a mantra for your long runs, your races, your workouts? Uh, do you have a mantra? I would say I don't actually have like a, an actual mantra per se, but a lot of it's just like, keep going. If you walk, it's going to take longer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's so positive. <laughs> I know, because, yeah, that, that's what I think a lot. And I'll make little goals as I go along, too. Like, you could have, like, a little goo or jelly at the smile marker or whatever, but uh, I don't have a specific mantra. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jackie, I'm so glad you're our, one of our first guests on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, hopefully, we'll get to check back in with you after the Monumental Half Marathon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to join the tribe, follow me on Instagram at Shannon M. Crow or Twitter at SM Crow. See you next time.